Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning. And welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. Today is Wednesday, June 5th, 2019. Uh, a couple of notes at the top of the show. we got a Cannabis Cup coming up on Saturday, boys. Yeah, I mean, if you like uh, weed or friendship or smiling or sunshine uh, or famous rappers, you should probably tune in. Yeah, we're going to go to the, uh, the Michigan Cannabis Cup and do a power hour live on stage, 3.30 to 4.30 Eastern time. It'll be broadcast live on Barstool Sports Facebook and Barstool Sports Periscope. We're going to be joined by Trinidad James and some other special guests. So yeah. come watch us get really stoned. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't go because of actual work. And it's been really fun hearing about this, uh, these plans. It's not because you almost had a panic attack on stage last time? No, I'm not banned. <laughs> you might have banned yourself <laughs> Alright, uh, Mark's going to get into uh, one Well, he's going to bring the soft corner back He's going to throw a man in there who doesn't handle adversity well Yeah, I wouldn't call him much of a man Yeah, and then uh, Throwing someone in the soft And corner. then Wes and I are going to do an extended lightning round Oh, by the way, I almost forgot Tomorrow's our 200th, 200th episode Jesus, yeah, that's, that's crazy impressive. Let's take it away, Mark Sitting in the corner of the macho man Randy Savage is quite an honor Alright, it's the return of the soft corner We've had a lot of soft sons of bitches That have been thrown straight into the soft corner It is the 199th episode after all It's true, a lot of room to. Uh, And I may have said this before, I think I have But I really mean it this time This entry into the soft corner Is the most deserving one yet Really? Yes, uh, that's what we call tease in the biz Are you guys all excited to hear about this scumbag? Yeah, yeah, the, the softest of all dudes. They, yes, they found Hitler. Yes, I bet you're exactly. I bet your asses you are. But first, a message from our sponsors. Are you a handgun owner? Good, you're my target audience. How do you carry your handgun? Do you keep it in your waistband? Are you crazy? Not only is that dangerous, but it's not stylish. You know what you need is a holster. And it just so happens that our sponsor, We The People Holsters, makes some of the best America-made custom holsters you'll ever get your gun into. They design their holsters in-house, which means they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. Instead, they design every unique mold in Las Vegas in order to best fit each and every firearm perfectly. They constantly update designs, adding new designs every month, which lets them stay up-to-date on the newest molds and models that come out. Their unique and intuitive clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and the ride of your holster so it will fit comfortably and securely at all times. You're able to place your holster on your back and set the cant and ride for easy access should you need to defend your neighborhood and or our country. Uh, best part is these gun condoms start at just $37 a piece, shipping included. Did someone say Father's Day gift? 
Right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter the promo code FACTOR at checkout to get 10 bucks off their first holster. That's a $27 holster we're talking. Yeah, that's as low as $37, minus 10 shipping is free. Use the promo code. Again, that's wethepeople.com slash factor uh, and promo code FACTOR. All right, so Courtney Walden was a newlywed back in 2016. Oh, it sounds hot. Yeah, she had just married who she thought was the love of her life. Things were going great. She was 27, had a five-year-old daughter, and a nice home in Georgia pre-abortion ban. She was on top of the world. She was fucking with reckless abandon. What yeah, a time. Just, yeah, what a time. What a time. Simpler times. Uh, one perfect night in September, amongst a string of many perfect nights that Georgia summer and fall, she put her daughter to bed and went outside to enjoy some cold ones with her new husband around a back yard campfire pretty perfect that set the scene it's like yep. america yeah. that's like that's like that's like the definition of america just perfect drinking cold cruisers yeah. in the backyard yeah just birds just singing maybe yeah they were uh, cooking tuna steaks and asparagus not a bad dinner choice not- and they were celebrating their two-month anniversary and then the fire went out oh shit what happened then ominous Ominous noises. Uh, so her husband, being the southern gentleman everyone thought he was, took care of it by getting a can of gasoline to restart the fire. And he dumped that on the fire, which was still sparking. Also a little bit by accident on Courtney herself. Was her husband like 15? Yeah, that's not a good move, is it? Um, yeah, you learn that lesson at 15. You don't yeah. pour gasoline on a fire. You just don't do yeah, it. Don't do that. And, and especially over your wife's head. He got a little yeah. bit on her, huh? Yeah, a lot he on slipped? her. He uh, slipped? My husband and me were sitting there, Ooh, and the it? fire went out, she said. So he went to put gas on it was he using a hose yeah when he put the gas on it the fire shot up and the next thing i know i'm uh i was in gold shivering flames it was the worst pain i ever felt in my life but it's made me stronger today so courtney Mm. suffered third and fourth degree burns it was incredibly bad you can see pictures of the aftermath online and i mean she looked worse than the lady that got mauled by her neighbor's chimpanzee remember that jesus yeah Yeah, that was bad the lady who's like face and, and one arm was just ripped off her body by the chimpanzee. Do, do you think Courtney like, looked worse? Do you think when people say it's made me stronger, that's just like a kind of like a gift to other people so they don't feel so bad for you? Like, do you really it's mean It's technically that? true. Anything that does not kill you. Most mm. of the times, it, I, I, I think I, I, it's, it's probably give or take in this one. It, it's a tough one. You got to look at these pictures and make your own judgment. Uh, after being through several skin grafts to treat her fourth degree burns of the face, and that's what you can see in the pictures, oh God. and third degree, like fourth degree, I didn't even know, never, that, yeah, I didn't know that existed. That's like you're dead. It's uh, like a super black and belt. third degree burns on her hands, legs, and feet, and spending over 51 days in the hospital, most of which she spent in a medically induced coma in ICU because she just couldn't be awake for the pain. Uh, Courtney's husband left her, uh, leaving her and her daughter with no income. So she, she woke up from the coma, and he was like, uh, I just wanted you to know I'm, I'm out of here. I'm out. Uh, with medical debts. She's like, is it the burns? It was a combo of... Yeah, it was the burns. It was the burns. burns. That he caused. Uh, Yeah, that he caused, exactly. With medical debts and a daughter to support, Courtney then had no choice but to um, leave her home or or not live in her home anymore. I thought you were going to say she was homeless. Start doing fetish porn, but it's different. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no, that that, that goes over. I don't know. There's yeah. something for everyone out there. Well, Pat's been on a lot of websites, so I, I don't. I think that wasn't a creative thought. I, think I have I, I been think on a lot of websites. Um, she says, I was <laughs> devastated. I begged for him to come back. This is sad. Then I finally oh. realized after about three weeks of him uh, putting me off that he wasn't coming back. I lost my dignity, my looks, and the person who I thought was the love of my life. Jesus. He just, he just keeps ignoring her FaceTimes. Yeah. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No FaceTime. No FaceTime. Um, I mean, this guy's a real piece of work. Accidentally maims his wife and then leaves her because of her appearance. He's got to be up to no good somewhere, right? Oh, my God. He's probably, like, uh, hatching a small-town lottery rigging scheme. What happened to your last wife? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Good point, Pat. Like, what's up with this guy's past? People in this guy's new town probably think he's in the witness pro- protection program or something. Did you by chance maybe uh, douse like, like, your last wife with gasoline and like, burn her like, and then leave like, her? They're like, you moved here by yourself at age 30, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's normal. I'll, I'll tell you who's happy about this is the hypnotist in that town, because he's got a lot of business. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's a volunteer firefighter because he feels terrible inside, but it's just... just Bickable coward. He's like, he's like trying to like make amends by like putting out small fires. In the I really doubt they let him on the force if he was fucking trying to reignite his campfire. With they don't gasoline. know. They don't know any better. He he just it's started be a new test. He it's, definitely started a new. It's got to be a test. You, you know, got he's, al- he's also with a new woman that doesn't know his past, and he's like having nightmares where he wakes up in a cold sweat because he was dreaming about her face being melted off, oh and like, he just like is packing up his bags in his dreams and leaving in the middle of the night. He's like, not again. He's get nev- me out of here. He's never watching Freddy Krueger. He's mm. he's flipping the channel if that comes. Oh, up. for sure. Can you fill uh, up the car this time please yeah he's just like what's up with you and gas did something happen with your ex can can you pump the gas please (laughs) he smells gas everywhere uh after 40 surgeries courtney is looking and feeling good good and she's making a public comeback toward like publicly speak about what happened to her which is why she's in the news and why we're covering this um she says it's been a journey but i'm only getting better my burns don't define who i am uh no they don't courtney but they sure as shit defined your scumbag ex-husband who uh no news source seems to want to name probably because they know people will go hunt and find him and kill him because he's such a dickhead he's defined as a permanent member of the soft corner yeah he rules the soft corner yeah, yeah. he holds court there he's president I feel bad about this. He's jokes. feared in the soft corner by other scumbags. Let's mail this guy our pubes. Yeah. Let's take it to a lightning round of other headlines. Living on the edge of a lightning bolt. Oh, yeah. Look, now I know people hate hearing fishing stories, guys, but this is a good one, I promise. Uh, a couple of deep sea fishermen. Who out hates. Who hates hearing no fishing stories? It's, like, yeah. it's like hearing someone's dream. I watch fishing, fishing videos on YouTube. They've written like. Uh, occasionally. Like classic novels about fishing like everyone likes to hear fishing stories no, no one wants to hear it. it's like it, <laughs> what are you it, talking about someone's like hey do you want to hear about my dream last night it's like yeah well just about uh, agree to disagree on the fishing. okay <laughs> all right well a couple of deep sea fishermen out on a recreational fishing trip off the coast of south carolina had the catch of a lifetime this week y'all uh now i've caught some big fish but this one this one was 110 pounds of cocaine uh, an angelfish mm-hmm. i know what you're thinking that's a monster catch uh and it was and this baby didn't give up without a fight See, the lucky pair, they noticed a school of mahi-mahi who seemed to be high on cocaine, jumping violently near a pile of debris, and they thought maybe they'd try their luck casting that way. And they felt a little nibble on the line, and they knew they'd snagged a big one. But then they feverishly began reeling in their haul, fighting it at every turn, and they almost lost the old girl a couple times, but then they realized that, that they had caught a gigantic bag of cocaine they refocused their efforts and uh the skilled anglers were able to bring the bag aboard why are we hearing about this why do these idiots tell anyone i know why is this in the news it was like an ecuadorian's like holding on tight to it <laughs> yeah i really can't get you this also could you they're lucky they didn't catch one of those mahi mahi because that would have been a real fight a, a, a giant tuna high on cocaine you're not real in that fucker those fuckers yeah. were jacked yeah. up yeah. uh unfortunately their bounty which has a high street value uh, of almost a million dollars uh was confiscated by police, so they won't be able to mount the cocaine on their wall. They're just gonna have to tell the story. Cops said, "Thanks, losers." When it they was turned this, to the it was yeah. the cocaine was this big. 
All right, some more cocaine for you, uh, nice. which is everybody's favorite sentence when you have been doing cocaine. Uh, <laughs> so you guys remember how we were talking Wait. about um, accidentally leaving weed in your carry-on luggage and how some airports have those amnesty boxes. You can throw it in if you're just too scared to try and bring it back. Yes. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, a 42-year-old uh, teacher and mother of three from the United Kingdom did not decide to find one of those amnesty boxes when she found a leftover bag of cocaine her and her husband had bought while on a family trip to the UK. Oh, what'd she do? By the uh, way, stre- stressful, stressful situation. I don't think I think I would just flush it down the toilet. It wouldn't be that stressful for me. I don't know that I would. It seems uh, that Victoria Buchanan yeah, you would. was kicking back in the first class uh, lounge waiting for her trip back to Dubai when she realized she still had about $75 worth of uh, the $250 bag that her and her husband bought while on vacation. And instead of just throwing it in an amnesty box or flushing it down the toilet like any sane person would do, she decided maybe with some coercion uh, from her from her husband, that she wanted to continue the party in Dubai and decided to act like a drug mule and swallow the bag. No, you should totally eat it, honey. You'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be well, fine, was baby. It, it, was it, I don't understand. Was it like a, a balloon or a bag? No, it was, a, it, was a reseal, it was like a Ziploc bag, resealable. So you can't, that's not going to work. But hold on. No. So she's not, she didn't choke she's on She's not going to poop out a Ziploc bag. That's not how that works. I've, I've purchased cocaine in the UK before, and you don't get as much bang for your buck as you do over here in the States. So $75. Well, the uh, dollar is not as strong as the pound. Right, probably under a gram. Under a gram of cocaine. Okay, she swallowed. Right. Um, but unfortunately, the party never happened as the bag burst in her stomach. She went into violent seizures and later died at the hospital in England. Sounds like the party happened. Yeah, but what a seizure that was, you know? Yeah, Jesus. Um, onlookers <laughs> initially gave her an EpiPen <laughs> my injection. That looks like a grand mall. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, onlookers initially gave her an EpiPen injection, thinking she was going into anaphylactic shock due to an extreme allergy not what she needed. to palm oil. Yeah, and that's probably what killed her. It just made her heart race even more. Right. Not, probably not what she needed. That's the equivalent of like orange juice to acid. Yeah, not, not a good you idea. You really want to yeah. jack your cocaine eye up, take, take an EpiPen. They're like, does anyone have any Adderall? She looks sleepy. <laughs> really gets the blood flowing. <laughs> Crush up some Adderall and shove it in her. Yeah, they like they like shock her with those patch, paddles. <laughs> it just literally yeah, exploded. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to do, right? Um, yeah. Quick, scare her awake. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, moving on. Don't do this. Yeah. You don't want your t- kids to have to tell the story about how their mom died this way. All right, no. look. Republican senators are thinking that maybe Trump doth protest too much when it comes to the U.S.'s impending tariffs on Mexico, which, by the way, are set to start Monday at a rate of 5% on all Mexican imports. Oh, yeah. Wes, you weren't here for this. That's That means avocados, my friend. Yeah, it's fucked up. This is like kicking like a cane out of like a limping guy, like taking a cane away from a guy who has a bad limp. <laughs> for you with You're avocados? You're calling Mexico a guy with a limp? Yes. For you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, okay. All right, look. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there was a lunch held in D.C. yesterday amongst the top GOP brass where uh, the sentiment was generally, uh, wait, wait, what's he trying to do here now? Yeah. Senator Rob Portman from Ohio, who was the U.S. trade representative under Debbie, was asked about the vibe of the lunch, to which he replied, no one did not express concern. He rocked a double negative because he's a coward. He couldn't just say everyone exp- expressed concern. He didn't want that quote. He knows Trump only only, yeah. only just glances at headlines. He just saw the no and then concern. He's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Other than the general opposition to the tariffs, uh, the other topic discussed was the legal question as to whether or not Trump would have to declare a fresh national emergency in order to escalate the tariffs to which to 25%, which is how, how high it'll be. I don't think that's going to be a problem. No. He'll, he'll, he'll get a fresh one out there. He yeah. loves national yeah. emergencies. Uh, uh, meanwhile, it's Wednesday, and Donald is busy getting trolled by the royal family, who, may I remind you, were America's first enemies. 
Yeah. And a lot of protests going we on. We got there. one in there. We got, I mean, we should stop beefing Trump and Meghan Markle. Exactly. It's a positive. Meghan Markle is going to probably be queen one day. We infiltrated those motherfuckers. Like, no, they'll kill her first. Yeah. You think? True. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Off of their head. Yeah. All right. You guys remember that police officer that was uh, criticized for being a coward and running and hiding outside from the gunman who killed 17 people at the massacre at Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida, right? I think about him every day. How could day. I forget? How could you forget? Yeah. Well, as if his life wasn't hard enough, now former Deputy Scott Peterson is facing oh, yeah. criminal this charges. Poor guy, unlike the 17 kids that died. That poor I, guy. I the armed yeah. guy with yeah. training. The, yeah, the only guy with a gun that could help him. Yeah, his right. literal, bastard. literal yep. job was to yeah. stop things like this. Poor choice of words, Wes. Well, I was being a little sarcastic. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you guys okay. missed it. Okay. Facetious. Oh, cool, that poor guy. You no, know, it's a cinnamon. Cool, Wes. Including child neglect, culpable negligence, and perjury, and will now be famous as people will likely use his name when referring to someone being a total coward. Okay, let's quit being a Scott Peterson. Get on the roller coaster. Get these Arthurs <laughs> out of here. Uh, to make matters worse, Peterson, who retired from the police force and was collecting a pension, was fired on Tuesday by new sheriff Gregory Tony, who obviously hates Scott Peterson. Oh. First, uh, I mean, first fucking action. Yeah. He couldn't wait to bring Peterson on stage and, yeah. and just fucking embarrass yeah. him. Where's yeah. the bathroom and how do I fire that coward? Yeah, that, yeah. No, that, that was probably the platform he ran on for sheriff. Yes. And if you elect me, I will fire Scott Peterson in front of his family, <laughs> and, and yeah. I'll figure the rest out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that means that means his retirement benefits may just go away. So he's just cool. fucked. I mean, he's going to be in jail anyway, probably. But. And for all of you out there saying, oh, fuck you, Wes. No way you would have run into school if you were there. I say you're absolutely right. I'm a huge Scott Peterson when it comes to running towards psychos with guns. But I also did not sign up for the job and uh, have children, faculty and parents counting on me to do that job. Good point, Wes. Well Thank said. You. Thank you. Um also, it's called fight or flight. He just stood. He hid. He did. It wasn't. It's. He did the third option, which is hide. Fight, flight, or hide. He didn't run and he didn't fight. Yeah. I mean, I think if you really think about it, if you sign up for this job and you really think about it, you pretty much know what you'd do in this situation. And if you're, you're. I answer, don't think so. You don't think so? I think if, you if think this isn't. On, I know what I do. If this isn't on the back of your mind when you sign up for this, yeah. then you're a scumbag. Right. I, yeah. yeah. Of course, you know what you do. That's why you're not a cop. I, right. But I, I yeah. think that this guy probably thought he would react differently. Um, is my guess. Oh. Okay. Is my guess. Oh, you can't okay. imagine being in that situation. It's not good for anyone. But this guy right. should have really okay. fucking. They're well, children. We'll never know. But I'm glad he got fired. Yeah. Uh, so defenders of Peterson, including the president of Broward Sheriff's uh, Office Deputies Association, uh, Jeff Bell, have some problems with the neglect charges against Peterson, saying, "Quote: In order for there to be neglect, the individual must be a caretaker of the individual. So does that mean every police officer from now on that works a detail where children are present are now subjected to child neglect charges if something happens? What, what does yeah. it say on the side of police cars?" Serve and protect. Yeah. yeah. In order for there to be neglect, the individual must have a soul. That's what, that's what he was trying to say. This <laughs> yeah. guy doesn't. Yeah. All uh, right, guys. Yeah. A fifth grade science teacher in Wisconsin is a little trouble after teaching a lesson to their class about transgenderism without parents' permission. <laughs> Spit, spit up my drink. Something you need permission for. for and sure. when hearing about the situation, many of the parents responded by saying, What? I'm going to teach it a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, they definitely responded by just immediately grabbing their keys to their truck and just driving straight yeah, to the school their shotgun. without saying anything to anyone I, in the house. I don't yeah. care what Herm is doing, but Herm better not be doing this to my children. You going to the school? Yep. Like 16 trucks pulled in the same parking spot at the same time. Yeah, the educator Vika Steele, who's formerly known as Mark Vince Brusenbank, used their own transgender transformation to teach the class, playing the students a coming out video where Vika described their new gender pronouns. And in the video, Vika said, quote, and now let me introduce myself anew. I am going to take my wife, Stella Steele's name, and I'm going to use not Mr., not Miss, but Mix. So you can now call me Mix Steele. Mix Steele. 
Can you imagine the parent-teacher conference when she demands like one of these like Wisconsin dads to call her Mick Steele? Call me Mick Steele. <laughs> call me Mick Steele, sir. Mm, I'm not going to do that. No, but I'm, I'm not going to do that, miss. I'm a he's like, bit, a, he's I'm like, a I love above. concrete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rebar. Uh, yeah, this is probably the last thing that kids expected when, uh, when they saw Mick Steele wheel the media cart into the classroom that morning. Uh, one parent was asked about the incident and said, I've had to sit down with my kids and explain that the, what they heard is flat out wrong and incorrect. We will be kind to others, but we will not be involved in adult games of make-believe. Shame on those that support this. That doesn't sound like being kind on some people. No. It's Games also, of make-believe. It's also a yeah, make-believe. Come on. It's also uh, it's Pride Month. So yeah, get it together. And Wisconsin. I'm a chair. Yeah. Call me a chair now. Yeah. No, just respect them, please. All Res- right. Respect people. I, I agree totally, but Mick Steele's a little too far. That, that, <laughs> it's a little too far. A little well, too it's corny. clever. Yeah. It's clever. You're really push it, poking the bear there. All right. It's too okay. corny. All right. A 21-year-old American woman becomes the youngest most privileged and most unbearable one-upper of all time after she accomplished the amazing feat of visiting every country in the world. Oh, God. Yeah. The 21-year-old and suspected trust fund baby completed her journey when she stepped a foot in luxurious North Korea on May 31st. Uh, in the most, and in the most pretentious and infuriating statement ever, Lexi, or Lexi Bear, as her dad likely, likely calls her, um, had this to say of her journey and struggles. Quote, I've been working through extreme anxiety for the past six months, overcoming the obstacles that go along with getting into some of the least accessible places in the world. He's just, he, he's bullied by his daughter. He's like, uh, she's the dad and uh, daughter from Willy Wonka, the girl that was like a r- real brat. <laughs> Fuck you, Veruca Salt. Yeah, yeah. Boo-hoo. You, you, it's been hard to get yeah. into every country in the world. You don't know what it's like pleasing this girl. Do you know how many yeah. octogenarians there are right now that are like, oh, that'd be so sweet. Yeah. She's just passing by like <laughs> refugees. <laughs> oh, is that your dream? <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to travel. She's just holding up the line at, Shut cus- the fuck la- up. Line at customs. She's like, oh, I had to get the extra extender in my yeah. passport. He's got to page through it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, Did you say up. you wanted to see my passport? 10 countries to go. Oh, fuck, you you went to her. Germany? Yeah. That's fun. That's nice. Um, well, I've so, been to so, Micronesia. Yeah. So uh, Lexi, whose family are actually a bunch of travel agents, claims to have started saving at age 12 to accomplish her goal. Um, on her Instagram, where she goes by Lexi Limitless, she told her 44,000 followers she hoped to inspire others to not contribute to society and brag about their travels on Instagram, too. She so, said that? No, she didn't say that last oh, part. Okay. That All right. Me. Good. Okay. Good. Yeah. So congrats, Lexi. We're really proud of you. She almost had a limit. Had North Korea really gotten a hold of her? Yeah, but, what we got the, they got the guy from UVA, but we can't get her. Come yeah, on. By come the way, whenever North Korea, get him. Whenever someone get says, her. "I no, I started saving at twelve, it means they're a fucking trust fund kid. Because yeah. saving what at twelve? It means they're saving the, the twenty five thousand dollar birthday checks. Break they get it every down year. by break it down by lawns, Mark. How many fucking lawns is it? It's, it you never get there. You, no. you can't do it. Mm-mm. No, it's it's infinity lemonades. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one more for you. Uh, it appears Alabama is seriously not fucking around when it comes to their love for children. Children of all ages, um, and they are going to pass a bill that would require child molesters to undergo chemical castration. Damn. Yeah. So if the offender, if the offender refuses to undergo the procedure, which, which they I most, yeah, which I imagine a few might, <laughs> few might not want to do that. Um, they would be in violation of their parole. Uh, they would also have to pay for the procedure with their own money. So, but why wouldn't they refuse that one? What's that? Why wouldn't they refuse the one they have to pay for? No, that that they would they would refuse. If if they refuse everything, if they refuse, at the end of the day, the state's not going to do the best job at coming. If they say yes, I'll do it. They're going to let them. They're going to let them refuse and not use force until they agree that they all refuse, and then they're going to use force and charge their bank account and then build them. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Which this is a great policy. 
Except for the the United States has a little bit of issue with their criminal justice system and getting it right all the time. Yeah, I'm not. It, I would set the age, you know, like probably like maybe like depending on like 14, 15 on and under. And if they're right 100% of the time, I got no problem with this. Yeah, but it's, there's, there's going to be guys losing dicks yeah. and yeah. balls. Well, proponents of the bill well, say. Yeah, well, are they cutting balls off or are they just like. Balls, no, balls. Are they taking the, take the balls. No, are no, they no, taking the balls? No, not, no it's like a vasectomy, right? What it does is it, it suppresses sexual urges. This, yeah, yeah. So chemical, it's like, it's, it's like my, my Prozac. It's. I guess it's like it sucks out the testosterone <laughs> or something. Ball I don't know. Prozac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to try to get, get a boner on Prozac. <laughs> yeah. You uh, guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, so Alabama is not the first state to introduce this measure, but you can bet your ass they will be the state that uses it the most. Yeah. Um, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you for listening as always, and for the extremely kind comments in iTunes. They are have really helped our cause, and we really appreciate them. Please continue to spread the word, and don't forget, as Pat mentioned, uh, the boys will be doing a live power hour from the Cannabis Cup in Flint, Michigan, this Saturday. We will post more information on our Twitter, so be sure to follow us there if you'd like to tune in and get high with them. And as always, have yourselves a great fucking day. See you later, yeah! That's the way you do it You play the guitar on the end